Good morning. It's the KVMR local and regional news update for Thursday, July 29th. The city of Grass Valley pays ransom. More on that later, but first, it's our regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, hot, high near 97. Tonight, partly cloudy and a low of 71. Tomorrow, 97 and hot again. Sacramento, Today, hot and 102. Tonight, mostly clear, low 68. Tomorrow, 101. And yes, hot again. Truckee Tahoe, today, mostly sunny and 86. A 30% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms after 11 a.m. and before 11 p.m. Tonight, mostly cloudy and a low of 51. Friday, increasing clouds and a high of 84 with a 30% chance of showers or thunder after 11 a.m. and before 11 p.m. Placerville, mainly sunny, some afternoon clouds and a high of 98. Angels Camp, sunshine and hot with a high of 102. Nevada County Public Health reports 26 new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday afternoon. Out of 5,324 cases since the start of the pandemic, 205 are now active. Eight people are hospitalized, one in intensive care, according to UBINET. Well, 82 body-worn cameras are on their way, probably within six weeks, to the Nevada County Sheriff's Department. That's because the Board of Supervisors approved Sheriff Shannon Moon's request for them this week, Moon calling them a critical part of her office's infrastructure toolkit, according to the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. Focus will be on patrol deputies having them, but deputies assigned to the courthouse or out on investigation could wear the cameras as well. The total cost would be near $153,000, with 60% of that provided by a federal government grant and the rest coming from the sheriff's budget. And the city of Grass Valley has put out a press release saying its information systems were the victim of a cyber attack in late June. The perpetrators of the attack telling the city they had obtained data from city systems and threatened to publish it if the city did not pay ransom. The city says it immediately took action to protect its systems and data, contacted local and federal law enforcement, and launched an investigation with the assistance of a cybersecurity firm. In the release, the city says the incident had minimal impact on the city's ability to provide services. The city will be looking for opportunities to enhance its existing security measures, the release states. However, the city did pay a ransom to keep the data from being exposed, the release says, and that the cost is being covered by insurance. Grass Valley continues working to identify the potentially compromised data and will give notice to those whose data was affected, which the law requires. The Nevada County Sheriff's Office is now saying that six people died in a trucky plane crash this week, raising the death toll from four. The plane, a Bombardier CL-600 jet, crashed Monday into a heavily wooded area near the Ponderosa Golf Course when the pilot was trying to land at the Truckee Tahoe Airport, according to the Federal Aviation Administration. The plane then burst into flames. After weeks of rising COVID-19 cases, California public health officials on Wednesday recommending that all residents wear face coverings in indoor public settings regardless of their vaccination status. The announcement follows new guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which on Tuesday called for most people to wear masks indoors to slow the spread of the highly transmissible COVID-19 Delta variant. And for more evidence that coronavirus activity has been rising fast in the greater Sacramento area, um, look below us. Claudio Mendonca has this report. The Sacramento Bee is reporting that levels of the virus that causes COVID-19, detected in human wastewater, have grown substantially since about the start of June, according to sewer shed data analyzed by a Stanford-based research team. 
The data collection effort, called Sewer Coronavirus Alert Network, or SCAN, examines samples collected daily from several wastewater treatment plants in California, including Sacramento and Davis. What we do is we use settled solids that are collected from wastewater treatment plants, and then we look for SARS-CoV-2 viral genomes in those wastewater solids to get a sense of how much COVID transmission is happening at a community level. That from Marlene Wolf, one of the researchers leading the Stanford project. Wastewater testing has a few advantages over traditional forms of testing. It can detect increased viral activity more quickly than clinical testing, according to Wolf, sometimes several days to a week ahead, depending on whether lab resources are in high demand. Wolf says, though, that the wastewater program is intended to work hand-in-hand with clinical data and not as a replacement. A week after the wife of a man accused of plotting to blow up the California Democratic headquarters in Sacramento backed out of agreeing to watch over him if he won release from jail, she returned to court Tuesday to tell a judge she's had a change of heart, according to the Bee. But U.S. Magistrate Judge Alex C. in San Francisco wasn't having it, saying that recordings of jail phone calls between Jared Copeland and his wife, Sheila, after the July 20th hearing convinced him that Copeland is too dangerous to be released. They seemed very volatile to me, C told Sheila Copeland during a Zoom video hearing as Jared Copeland watched from the Santa Rita jail. Well, a sad obituary in the rock music world. Dusty Hill, the bearded bassist with the American blues rock band ZZ Top, has died. According to the band's official website, he was 72. We are saddened by the news today that our compadre Dusty Hill has passed away in his sleep at home in Houston. The statement from surviving band members Frank Beard and Billy Gibbons saying, We, along with legions of ZZ Top fans around the world, will miss your steady presence, your good nature, and enduring commitment to providing that monumental bottom to the top. The band was formed in 1969. Hill joined not long after, staying with the ZZ Top for more than five decades until his death. Someone says it's a good day to wear your beard at half-mast. And birthdays today include PBS documentary filmmaker Ken Burns, turning 68, singer Patty Scalfa of Bruce Springsteen, and the E Street Band also turned 68 today, and singer Wanye Morris of Boys to Men is now 48. And now stay tuned for more great music on the Thursday Morning Show with Paul Barbieri. Take it away, Paul. Paul.